Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We are on uh, Season 2, Episode 19, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, been cranking out episodes here. The uh, the old ice season kind of snuck up the end of it. Snuck oh my right gosh, up on us ground here. to a halt. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of rare where it just sneaks right up. All no, it sudden, didn't sneak. It just was there. Yeah, it just all of a sudden, oh, it's warm now. Yep, it's yeah. just now we're yep. 50 to 60 degrees during the day, not getting below freezing anymore, and that's yep. it. We went from polar death cold to <laughs> exactly spring. Oh, uh, yeah. So what are we talking about today, Brett? Uh, so today we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, obviously prepping your gear, getting her ready to put her into, I wouldn't say cold storage, I'd say warm storage. Yep. Uh, storage of the ice gear yeah wherever you do that just try to just so you know it, it's ready for next year ready to rock and roll once ice season hits again you don't have to worry about mouse holes or yep. you know things not working uh try to get them keep things running in the same order and repair as you had them when you put them away yep uh also maybe talk a little bit about uh just kind of a uh, little recap of what we had this season uh it was quite the year both you know our fishing career fishing stuff and then also short rod show stuff. Yep. Uh, we had some pretty big milestones this season. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, touch a little bit about on that. And then uh, otherwise, yeah, just yeah, shoot, shoot the, the breeze, breeze a little bit. Yeah, it's yep. nice to kind of get together and just. Yep. Sh- Ooh, I want to do a quick fishing. update on my eye. Oh, Eyeball yeah. eye. Why, why don't you start with that? Because yep. <laughs> we got some interesting comments about that. It's yep. So, serious deal. For if sure. you've been following along, uh, last couple episodes, I'd been talking about I got a little bacteria in my eye, uh, in my right eye. Uh, felt like I got a little piece of sand in there, had some light sensitivity things going on, and uh, got a little bacteria colonization on the backside of my eyeball. Uh, got that all cleared up, taken care of, but then in the process of doing that, come to find out, you know, I just, I don't know, I don't remember what the, the doctor term was. Maybe it was astigmatism. I don't know if that's the mm-hmm. term. Or, that's just a term I know of. I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for, but. Where your corneas are not shaped? No, no, that's not the right. word then. That's the, that's the wrong thing then. Uh, where my left eye just does not see quite as good as my right eye does. Gotcha. So I went to, went to the eye doctor here on Wednesday thinking, oh, I'm going to have to get glasses and stuff. Went there, he did some looking, and he's like, nah, you're, you're, you're adding glasses, you're not going to see any more than what you already see. So my right eye is bomb. It does all the correction for everything. Okay. Left eye is not great, but it does enough correction where, you know, when he's doing the little choo, 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 this yep. eye, check this, this better, yep. this better, that better, that better. Uh, by the time he came up with the prescription – of what he was going to assign me in my plain eyes, what I would see was the same. Oh, gotcha. Everything's still the clarity. It's just everything, all the work's coming out of the right eye. Yep. Uh, so. Interesting. Let her ride. He's like, you can do it. You can. Don't worry about it. It's not, it's not like glasses are going to heal you. Uh, I mean like, you know, it's all all of a sudden my eyes are going to get better. Yep. Uh, he's like, later in life you can get them it's, you can do whatever you want so, so you're right, hanging well, in there i'm not gonna worry about it that's good now. yeah he said you might affect you a little bit at night you know lights coming at you and stuff but uh you've been doing it your whole life and you're still here so yep and you pass your driver's ed test that's not so bad so yeah no glasses dirty good I was pumped good deal yeah it would have been nice to maybe uh wear some glasses block some of that bacteria from getting in nah i got safety glasses now <laughs> exactly. i got well i'm still not gonna wear safety glasses when I'm <laughs> be cleaning out there fish the or something, goggles. just be a little bit more conscious of what's on my fingers before i rub my eye yep yep that's good advice there <laughs> that is the word oh by. man not fun crap Jeez. yep so let's talk a little bit about uh ice gear storage yep. so so we try and touch on this 
Uh, we touched on, on it a little bit last year, but um, there's lots of pointers and stuff that people just aren't aware of. You yeah. Know? And it's, the, I've, saw, I've seen a couple of posts on Facebook where guys have, have kind of laid everything out. It's always missing something. Mm-hmm. The one I saw was like, here's what to do with your electronics. Here's how you store your rods. Here's how you do your reels. Nothing about a shelter. Yeah, like and that, to me, that's the number one. That's the number one thing. Because all those other up. things you can kind of like tuck in a bucket and put inside to tuck be in like a climate, a <laughs> like a climate controlled thing where your shelter. Yep. I mean, sure, maybe you do have the room to put them inside, but I yep. don't. I think a lot of people leave them in a garage or shed all summer, yeah. all, all summer long. Yep. So, to me, that's the number one item to store, yep. uh, to consider for storage. Yep. So I mean, yeah, your shelter, you're dropping at least a couple hundred bucks on it. Yeah, and it's one of the more. most expensive pieces you got, um, and, and the most were, vulnerable yep. to being effed up yeah you run into season, so like summer. my shelter's three four years old now four yeah four years old and they don't make that canvas anymore so like what nope uh i should have got it last year they had like a closeout on the old style otter canvas really and i was like eh, eh it's like 200 bucks and that's really a good deal but i was like eh, eh. i figured by that time when I need to replace my canvas, I'm going to want something else. Well, oh, yeah, but what if you crack her open next year and you got her mouse hole in? I know. That's the risk. I can't believe that they just cut it out. Like, is, It can't be that big of a deal to keep that canvas file on hand and just order them as people need them. I think about it as the same way that they just plan stuff to be obsolete so that you buy something new. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not worth them, okay, 10 people this year are going to buy a new canvas from us for 200 bucks. The rest well, of them I'm are not saying go. they got to keep it in stock, but they could drop ship it to you or something and just order it and drop it to yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you just pay through your teeth, but yeah. you still have the option of getting it. I think they're just pushing. Always pushing buy, new buy stuff. Buy the crossovers. Yep, buy, yeah, the, damn buy the new stuff. Yep. I'm sure Eskimo probably still has, makes there's Probably. Always, they'll probably send it to you for free. There's probably always available. <laughs> you call them up, a mouse ate, ate a hole in it. You can buy an Eskimo Evo 1 probably still with their yeah. canvas. Oh, yeah. No, they I still make know. all that. That's, yeah. that's, that's the cool part. But, yeah, so... Talk about storing your shelter. So your setup and the the setup I had before, uh, back when I lived uh, back in Cedar Falls was yeah. similar. Yeah. Storing uh, it off the ground. Yeah, so yeah, I run mine on a kayak hoist up in my garage, basically. Yeah. Uh, and it works real well, actually. Uh, I don't know. The, the, the hoist I have, I don't know if I would want to hoist up like your shelter mm-hmm. with it. I don't think it's quite heavy duty enough to do that. It's probably rated for like a 200 pounds or something. Uh, I don't even know if it's rated for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just write... Tie some ropes around it. Yep. Uh, took a little bit of finagling to get everything lined up and set up the way it was. So you're, you know, because everything's just hanging from those ropes so it's not twisted or something. I mean, when you first install the the kayak hoist, mm-hmm. just to make sure everything's lined up and straight, yep. uh, going the way it needs to go. And then also just making sure your your uh, shelter's level when you hoist it up there. And I yep. mean, it works pretty slick. It yep. gets everything up out of the way. It fits right up in between my rafters. You don't even hardly, right above my wife's car, you don't hardly even know it's there yep. during the summer. So pretty it works slick. pretty slick. Uh, number one tip I would say for storing your shelter uh, is put some dryer sheets in there. Lots that's of them. that's number one. Lots of them. Was yep. a was a box of dryer. I sheets I put five cost. dryer sheets in mine. Oh, I use like half a box. No, I don't put that many in there. Man, it smells nice when you. I get put it in down. the in between each <laughs> fold. So like yep. the way where your uh, yep. the frame your shelter comes, I put one in each fold, and then I'll put two in the. Well, so maybe I put six. I think there's four folds. Six, <laughs> and then I'll put two in the tub. The wife doesn't even know they're missing. No. Well, yeah, no. I, I do most of the laundry anyway, so yeah. she wouldn't know. I, I buy like a box just specifically for it and <laughs> spend the f- three bucks. Yeah. Just, I'll burn like most of a box. Well, I get that, but it, I don't know that that's I'm necessary. Else, but it makes me feel better. Yeah. 
And I think that does it, it keeps bug it keeps mice out of it somehow. Uh-huh. I don't know how. I don't know why or how those dryer sheets work. So they're like the new age mothball. Yep. Yeah. Don't use mothballs. Why? Then your stuff just smells like mothballs. Oh, okay. You're talking about the smell thing. Okay. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant like there was a thing like do not no, use. No, no. But no. They, when there's the cheap alternative like dryer sheets. Yeah. No reason to yep. use anything. Else. They work fantastic. Yeah. I, I mean, granted, I've never seen a mouse in our garage, so I don't know know that we have a mouse problem. I do. There's. I've seen a little mouse poo up on one. Uh, piece of plywood in the ceiling mm-hmm. but who yep, knows how long that's be been right. there yeah. that's probably been there since i lived there the other thing too just make sure it's dry like spend, yeah dry it out some time dry it and wipe it out clean you, off the canvas yeah that's a big deal you'd be surprised what kind of stuff gets gets in there in salt yep make sure that way you don't end up with some you put it up there and you pull her back down you got a bunch of corrosion on some of your metal parts yeah like your zippers and all that yep. stuff i what that's i did uh so i got some dry lube uh wd-40 dry lube and then I just kind of spritz down some of the metal components where, uh-huh. you know, hinges and things are at or bolts and stuff. Yep. It's not a lot. Right there at the right at their corner of the sleds there, you know, all of them have it where the, all the yep. all the frame stuff's come together. Just give that a little quick little shot, dry lube. Uh, yeah, just to try to make sure you get all, as much moisture off there as I can and yep. uh, be ready to rumble for next year. Yeah, and, and the other thing too, I, don't, I guess I don't organize as much on, the, on this end because I'm not as fired up about it. Yeah. Uh, to put it away. So oh, I do kinda, the organization now. See, I I just put all my stuff away, and then I really get fired up September, October, and, and I'm like, yes, let's get up there, and then get it all organized. You know, right at the start of ice season. Yeah, but that's just how I operate. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I just nah, I'm all I'm all, all for getting go. it organized, and I do the same thing. Uh, long rods too, putting them away before ice season is get everything put away the way you need it. That way it's ready to roll when you want to pull it out. Because usually what I'm doing is, sure, you know, maybe next week I want to start fishing. That way I can just slap a reel on. I've got fresh line on there. I already know it's ready yep. to go. I don't have to go, oh, let's go reel it. Let's do this. Yeah. The other. But, you know, granted, I could do it probably have a couple weeks before long rod season. Well, and it's usually something where your buddy's texting you, hey, let's go try this out quick. And then you're yep. like, oh, shoot, I need to get my rods and get my tackle Where's my bait at? Where's this? Where's my lures? Shoot. Where's this? Where's my yeah. triple tails at? Yeah. I had them all in one spot last year. Now I can't find them. Now I don't know where anything's at. Now you just can't go fishing. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I do like to keep that. I haven't organized my bucket yet. Um, yep. But, yeah, otherwise I've, I've got all the wind I've, all the wind poles are printed as a counter for. I keep my spud bar in the tub. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the that that light made it into the tub also. I didn't take that back out. Underwater light? Yeah, the underwater light's yeah. in there still. And then, yeah, everything's dried, yep. clean, wiped down. Ready to go. Yep. <clears throat> and then I put a blanket over it. I don't oh, okay. have a tar. I don't have a cover or anything on mine. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yep. for mine. So I just put a blanket over a wool yep. blanket over it. Uh, put the hoist up there, hoist her up. Yep. Tie it off, and she's to bed for the summer. Ready to go. So this year, running the panoptics, you're going to run that on your boat. Yep. You're not gonna. You're not gonna winterize. Summarize that. No, there's you're no. Gonna, well, the summarized deal is I need to get a lithium battery ordered for it. Yep. Amped does have their new. Their new battery, that fourteen point eight volt, uh, thirty Does it have USBs in it. No. Well, like then I'm not. I don't want it. Thirty amp hour. I don't care about that. See, I would. <laughs> I, don't I know. want that Norsic with the with the USBs in it. That's yeah. That's like two hundred and thirty bucks. I think for their for their. Uh, it's a hundred dollars. Twenty four amp hour. I don't want that. I just want the fifteen amp hour for a hundred dollars. Oh, there you go. And that's all I want. Now I think you're gonna want more power. No. Yep. I already only use the 12 now, and I haven't ran out of power. Yeah, we haven't used it for like a, more than a day. 
What if you go on a fishing when trip? When am I ever going to be in a situation where I do not have an option to charge it at night? All right. All right. Then you're going to be charging your phone off it, and you're going to be running that sucker down. Well, see, that'll be the deal, yeah. yeah. You're going to be charging well, more stuff. What I, th- what, I, what, I, what I want it to do is, yeah, then I can plug, like when I go out, and I can get, I can plug lights in there, I can plug my phone in there, I can yep. plug all sorts of crap, bubblers. <laughs> if I want to plug ice defense, yes. if I end up getting an ice defense, although I don't know that you'd need it yeah. for that. But, but like minnow bucket, uh, run all What I want to get, so the base of that pan optics. So there'll be some modifications now. So there's a reason I kept everything standard for this first season, so... Uh, because I kind of like to modify things on my own and not just buy the modified stuff. Uh, <laughs> we all know that I, by I, now. <laughs> so the the uh, the the normal transducer cup that comes on that Panoptics bundle, mm-hmm. it's because it's got a really nice kit for it. I yep. like that Panoptics PS22 kit because yeah. yep. it's got the little inserts to put the transducers. Is I took the the cone transducer out and I'm going to put a little glow jig cup right there. Okay. Yep. And then USB powered. Yep. And then I also want to get like a little light, like yeah. a little stick light that like you got off your deal. Two two USB ports. Yeah, that heat that's done. No, you're gonna be getting a you're gonna need a USB splitter now. Yeah, that's fine because those things are always gonna be on there, so I can split <laughs> off of one, no problem. Okay, my point would be just get the biggest battery you can stand because they're super light. Don't care about the USB ports. Yeah, but and then wire in it. your own little hub with as many ports as you want because yeah, you're going to need like 500 anyway. some dollars on a battery that I only use for right. that is the thing also. <laughs> or you just take it with you and just use that to charge all your stuff. See, that's what I was thinking too is, you know, like those lithium batteries are super versatile, especially, you know, with that Norsic where it's got the USBs built in. Uh, yep. Like if I go go out hunting or fishing, doing yep. whatever, you know, when I'm not taking the pan optics and just throw that in my backpack because it's super light. Yep. And then if I need to plug something in, bring some lights USB because I do have that uh that floodlight that I got is USB. I can plug that into USB if that battery dies. Oh, there you go. Uh, and then run it off that, so that'd work really slick. Yep, sweet. Well, so with electronics, though, if you guys are running lead acid batteries, make sure they're charged before you put them away. Charge, Charge them up. all the way up. Charge, Charge them up season. every month or two or three or whenever you remember it. They're a pain. Yeah, that's a pain. Lithium ones, they say, leave it like 70 Yeah, they don't want to pull. Yeah, yeah run, so run, that means for me, I'm going to you know run a couple flashers just down to 65 70%. Let them ride. Let them ride. And yep. that's that's done well for the, the lithium shuttle last yeah. couple of years. So. Uh, what else? So we're done with shots. So you... Make we're done sure with the shuttle. No, we're done yeah. with shacks, right? Yeah, with, with your rods, make sure there's no tension on your rods. Yeah, keep the take, rod. And I take my reels off, basically. Yeah, I cut I cut jigs and everything off. Yep, and just run it. Um, and that's more for the rod rod sake because they yep. some of them I don't know that all of them do them, but a lot of them will. And I'm sure it's a certain situation that they find it they'll have memory, and then all of a sudden that rod just stays yep a little bit bent. Yeah, and it's impossible to get back. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's shot. Yep. You're never gonna get that. Yeah, bent out of there. especially those light light noodle rods. Yep, they're notorious for that. Yep, yep, definitely. Um, the other thing too, I mean, if you're running a drill on your auger, whip that baby off the clam plate and start building a deck with it. Yep, that's what that's where my <laughs> that's where mine's headed. Uh, well, it might not. It'll go into the attic first, probably. I don't know exactly what it'll get used for in there, but it'll probably need for something. There Drill some holes for something in yep. there up there. Yep. Before I put insula- more insulation up there. Oh yeah. And then right. it'll be building the deck. Yep. Well, but it'll be doing here later in a couple Sweet. of weeks. Maybe we'll use the old broken drill for that. No, nah, I mean, I got, I got enough drills. We don't need to do that. I know. It still turns. I know. It still works great. It just has a little slant to her. 
Yeah, just a little lean. <laughs> you can only you can only take screws out, otherwise it'll torque <laughs> torque the head you off. You can only take screws out. You can't put <laughs> can't them put in. Them in. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Otherwise, first you know, storage wise, if you can keep it off the ground, keep all your stuff off the ground or yep. organized in one spot. Yep. That's ideal. I'm all about hanging stuff up if because I'm not using it. usually this time of year you're in a rush to to stow it, stow it away, and then you're gonna be running around trying to find all your stuff yep. again if you yep. don't have it somewhat. In one spot. Another thing I do with augers, uh, spray some sort of penetrating fluid, oil, yep. grease something on the blades, keep them from rusting during the summer. Yep. Uh, I also spray a little bit on that bearing in, on the clamp plate. I don't know if you need to or not. It's closed bearing. I Makes doubt you feel need better, to, but it does make me feel yep. better. Yep. And if you, if you're still running the old gas auger, do I'm, whatever you do for that. Yeah. Um, I'm lean it on its side. Don't leave them straight up. Put them on their side. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> uh, one year I left it straight up and it didn't run for shit. And then one, and then after really? that I kept it on the side. Maybe it's a strike master thing, but yeah, maybe kept it on its one side and it's it ran way hmm. better. Uh, that's a mystery to me. Yeah, it must just be where the gas settles in or something. I don't yeah. know. Exactly. I see. I I drain all the fuel out and run it out of fuel. Oh, uh-huh. that's that's. See, my, I just run when I run the storage. true fuel in it. I just let it ride. Yep. No, I just drain it all out. Yeah, I mean that's good. I, well, you don't, I don't you know. don't worry about things drying out. Nope. Don't care. I don't know. Well, your yours out. hasn't had probably fuel in it then in two or three nope, years. It hasn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's gonna run great if we try to fire it up again. I bet it would. <laughs> a little Eskimo just runs. Uh baits, tackle. Um, just make sure everything's dry. Yep. And nothing's yeah. Dry is the number one thing. Yep. Um otherwise you'll have rusty hooks next year and paint will be crappy and rusty and Yep. I do go through and pull out all my jigging wraps. And, and use How many those. jigging wraps do you have? I think I probably have like six or six or so, and some snap wraps, and I'll use those ice and summer fishing. Little ones, huh? Yep. Oh, yep. Number yeah. threes, number fours. Nice. Oh, no, yeah. I like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Pull those out. Never caught anything on them. Summer fishing, but it's, I, I have them as I've only ever snagged fish option. with them. Yeah. I've never had an actual yep. fish bite. Yep. So maybe this will be the year. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But yeah, some of that gear... I do use summer fishing too, and then I'll even cheat. Like if I'm lazy and use the ice line, on the, yeah, and then you the break off crappies while you're trying to boat yeah. flip them. Yep, yep. I remember last year. Yep. So probably break off two pound year. crappies as you boat flip <laughs> exactly in the, in the boat. <laughs> the monsters, they're just flopping out. So yeah, ice line, nah, not so much in the summer, but yeah, yeah, you need something a little bit, more, a little bit yep. more beef. I did get another reel this year for Christmas, so. I should be squared away. Should I am going to run, speaking, you know, as we get more to open water, I am going to run that 40-inch schoolie on the open water. Are you really? With some vertical jigging. There you it's go. not much of a caster, Are you gonna, but uh, <laughs> vertical jigging would be good. We're going to have to have you out there in the with the VX1 and just no, dangle gonna, off the I side. I think I'm going to try to catfish with it. You're, yep, you're just going to be <laughs> jigging. <laughs> we'll put some 10-pound fluoro on there and try to catfish with it. I think S- that'd save, be, that, save that line for next year. What line? Spool, spool it oh, on, the schoolie line on there two, right now? Uh, two golf tees on a rod and reuse it next year. Yeah. You don't want to get do rid that. of that schoolie line. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yep, that'd be pretty cool. Well, cool. Well, we'll chat some more after the break here. Sound good? Yep. All right. That's next on the Short Rod Show. Hey, Ben. So I've got this buddy that's trying to start a small business, but he's having a real tough time with his digital footprint and just trying to figure all that out. Do you know anybody that could help him out? Well, I think I do. I know uh, a couple cool guys at this company called Evergrow Marketing, and they really specialize 
in helping landscape and lawn care companies maximize their digital footprint and basically bring customers to them, help them get found on the internet. Really? I mean, they'll work with any business. Um, they're really looking to expand. And if you tell them that Ben and Brett sent you from the, the Short Rod Show, you can get it 10% off your first order. Really cool. If you're interested in the Evergrow Marketing team and what they have to offer, check them out on evergrowmarketing.com and tell them Ben and Brett from the Short Rod Show sent you. You know, Brett, I was poking around on Facebook the other day, and I could just not find the Short Rod Show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh, yeah. The Evergrow team hooked us up. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah, right. You just punch in Short Rod Show, and we'll come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah, all over the internet. That's great. We're also on Instagram, too. I've been trying to keep up with that, posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there, too. Yeah, sweet updates. Awesome. Check us out, guys. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us through the break. Uh, we're going to talk about our ice season, how that went. So, yeah. so as, how are you feeling about our ice season? Well, I feel like it's, what are your thoughts? It, it got cut a little short on me here, but uh, otherwise it started off strong, man. Oh, yeah. It started off killer. Uh, I... I, n- I never have as much enthusiasm at the end of season as I do at the beginning of the season. And it's obvi- also yeah. obvious when we, in our downloads. Yep. Uh, after January, like February, the, the transition from January to February, our downloads just take a dump. Yep. <laughs> like, well, f- February to March now is, is like even dumpier. Even worse. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, yeah. people are just giving up. Yeah. It's which funny. I get because you're just yeah. not as fired up. I'm not yep, as fired yep. up. I yep. mean, I enjoy it still. I still enjoy doing this. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, like early season, I'll go creep out there on two inches of ice, like we did two mm-hmm. inches of ice on the south shore line, on mm-hmm. the north shore line. You yep, know, yep. ducking in. Where now, it once it starts getting uh, soft and that sort of deal, I'm just only like, the real diehards are still out. On I'm Big just Creek like right now, meh. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I'll I wait thought for about it season. and I was like, eh, nah, now it's okay. Yeah. Yep. Spring's coming. There's some things around the house need to get done, yep. and that sort of deal. But but like this season was really cool seeing. Too, you know, this is all thanks to you guys, but the growth of the show oh and, and our and our fan base has grown so much. Yep. You know, we we get so many stories about people listening for the first time still. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, where have you guys been? You know, Made we've been cut. here talking ice fishing the whole time, yep. and people are still discovering us every day, uh, which is pretty cool. Get some cool shout outs from people. Yeah. You know, made the cut on uh, Target Walleye in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah, that was awesome. But that that's really made it really cool, uh, a cool season for for both of us to just kind of learn and grow along with the show as it's, yep. as it's growing. So too, we started so. off we started off the short, the started season one or yep. season two with twenty thousand total downloads. Yep, from season one. Yep. and just during the the the, the time frame that we have been on air yep. during this 19 season, nineteen episodes, nineteen episodes, we've gone to almost sixty thousand downloads. Mm-hmm. So almost tripled our uh, viewership, which is pretty doubled. sweet. Or doubled our viewership. Tripled. Do we have 20,000 or 30? I think it's 20,000. Yeah, it was 20. And now yep. we're to 60. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, because we keep taking bets on how, uh, how many we're going to get. <laughs> yeah. And it's so that's been pretty all amazing. over the place. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, so yeah, let's get it, let's get her kicked off with uh, really where we started, started her off because yep. the season started kind of slow. Um, ice wise, ice wise here was slow. Turns out that's good for a short rod show. Uh, yep. 
downloads when yep. uh, people are people so horned itching. up about yep. ice fishing, but they can't go. They like to listen about it. Yeah. But yeah, December got a little, uh, you know, uh, extra time on the ice. Yep. So this is the first year that we actually went and did an early ice trip before we'd normally ice fish here. Yep. And that was, that's key. Like we're going to be, that's going to be a thing. Oh yeah. Like I'll go back to those same lakes we went to. Yeah. That was excellent. For just being so off. It was so much fun to be just being off. Like we had yeah. never been in any of the lakes. Really have never fished that area before. Never been to that area before. No, I'd never been on any of these roads. Like we were into a completely different area. Yep. All we had was the truck and our ice gear. Yep. And, and, a, and, a, and a pandemic and we, Minnesota didn't, Lake we didn't even stop anywhere. The only place, the That's only the time we went part. into a place <laughs> was to get gas at that Casey's in, uh, the Casey's at the Indian reservation yeah, and the Indian res and the, the holiday and the holiday in what town was that? I don't even remember. It was North of Brainerd. Yeah. Up Ironton maybe. Iron something. Yeah. It was iron something cause we were fishing yep. those iron quarries. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Man, that was killer. That was a cool area. Yeah. But yeah, just just some somewhat of an adventure trip was cool. Oh, then getting up adventure. That was what three weeks, two two and a half, three weeks before we'd fish down here. Here, yeah, and that really kind of stroked the ego a little bit because we got on there, we were just on fish right away. Uh, yeah, I was like, hey, let's uh, the very first lake that we got to that had good ice, and I was like, yep, let's stop at this one. Uh, yep, it sounds like it has at least a decent crappie population. Boom, it's got good ice. Boom, we found boom the mother load of crappies. Yep. They weren't real big. Using the pan But they certainly weren't dinkers either. Yep. Uh, I mean, they were mid-sized, yep. eight, nine-inch fish. Uh, it was, it was yep. a blast, for frankly, for showing up at 5 o'clock and in the evening and getting yep. on fish by 6. The one mod I need to do this summer, and we, you need to remind me if I forget, is figure out how to make the seats recline further. Oh, and remove truck. that. There's like a travel stop you can remove up underneath the seat. Yeah, yeah. Take the seat apart a little bit. Yep, that'd be key. Yeah, because sleeping in the truck was not too bad, other than the freaking seats would not recline. Really, I I really enjoyed the rumble of the diesel. Yeah, like it just, just kind of rumbled yep. you to sleep. Yeah, it's like I don't know, sleeping on a train or sleeping on a and it looks and something. it looked so cold out there. Yep, because it was only fifteen degrees or so when we were sleeping out yep. there. Yep. Uh, and what I also remember was uh, the snow had all melted around the exhaust pipe. Oh, yeah. We got up in the morning. bare spot right next to the exhaust. <laughs> just burned it all off. Yep. That was cool. Yeah. Yep. But then, yeah, after that, we had some good good trips, mostly at, like urban urban stuff. We were hitting ponds left and yeah. right. Yeah. Um, trying to get on a good... Some and good... they were... The status of the Ankeny ponds around here, it's still decent. Uh, but it's definitely not, I feel like it's not as good as it has. I don't think we hit them as hard as maybe we, we didn't we get into in them in the past. Cause looking back, we would go out every day, at, at least once a week on the ice, if not multiple times, Mo- like it was we'd have one night during the week where we go and then we'd have All both, weekend. both days of the weekend. Yeah. Now we're barely making it one day of the weekend. Yeah. Yep. And that's, yeah. Every other weekend sometimes. And that's, that just is what it is. Sign yep. of the times. Yep. So that was really good. Some good fishing. Um, I got to fish Big Creek. Yeah, I never did year. make it out this year. Brett never made it out. Oh, dang it. Didn't make it just out on missing that secret. Out. Didn't make it out on that secret spot. My goodness. I saw so many fish on my flasher. Gosh, so many of them. <laughs> and you never got one to bite? Uh, are no, you confident had... that they're crappies? No, not at all. What do you what do you think? I, are they, do you think? They, they looked like crappies on the flasher, and yep. they did not act like crappies, though. I mean, they hung out in 35 feet of water. They were sitting right at 29, 30 mm-hmm. feet. Just hanging out. 
You that know? sounds an awful lot like crappie to me. You could you could jig. I'd switch baits six seven times trying to find different. They'd come and look at it. Colors. Nope. nope. They just didn't have any. Mind didn't react at all to it. Ah, uh, well, that's tough to tell. I know that what that is. <laughs> Because that's just, how you can really tell what a fish is. How yeah, it see how interested it is in it. But yeah, dang. Um, yep. Then our trip out to uh, out to the lake, uh, the Musky Lake. Yeah, we had some bust. grand grand adventures. I mean, there. it wasn't a bust. It, it, catch it, that was, nice bass it was a good that trip. But man, we broke a lot of stuff. Yeah, that was that was really kind of <laughs> a wake up call for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of set the tone. Yep. Yep. Broke the drill. Broke the drill. The our like, one of our most freaking viewed uh, Facebook posts ever. Yep. Was taking a picture of that broken drill and people were just all over it. Man. Should have bought Milwaukee. Should have bought Milwaukee. Everyone, and then yep. the next day somebody posted that the their chuck broke on their Milwaukee and all that was should have bought DeWalt. Should have yep. bought DeWalt. Should have yep. bought DeWalt. Milwaukee wouldn't do that. And somebody <laughs> there's multiple people that had the chucks fall out of their Milwaukee. Yeah, what are you gonna do then? It's like they're it's it's all the same. Yeah, like, they're just really not built for it. Yep. Uh, yep. They do it. They work, but yep. they're gonna have problems every once in a while. Yep. Yep. So that was a good trip getting out there. Got to, we ran the quad a lot this year. Yeah, we did run and the last quad year. A lot. We ran it somewhat. Yep. I mean, I feel like we really tried to run it a lot. I'd say we were a little we ballsy with it there at the beginning, running there on brushy. I don't think so. I felt good. On that. We were the first ones. Yeah, but there's guys. There's <laughs> we, guys with bigger ones. We were the first ones with the quad out yep. there. But then that next guy, he did have a bigger one out. Yeah, yeah and he went further out. Which yeah, I done we should have fished brushy a little harder this year, probably. But well, now we now we know. Maybe next spring. Yep. Or this spring. Yep. Yep. Didn't didn't fish Clear Lake. Nothing good. Man, we were going up there. We were really trying for the last couple of years on Clear yeah, Lake. I'm just and, done. Um, there's so much good fishing there and everything. There's so much good fishing around the state that yep. I'm not. I'm not gonna join the horde. I don't think. I feel like we put a lot of miles on though. Yeah, we did a lot of driving, but we didn't. I don't know. We we made our trips more meaningful this this season. I mm-hmm. think. It wasn't just like running gun everywhere you can get yep, to. Yep. 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 So what? Sounds cool. So as we recap this, Ben, and you rethink about it, what what's one thing you take away that you you did a little different this year, and one thing that you learned. So this year, I definitely, I branched out and I, I changed more baits this year. Like I wasn't, I was the I was the noogie guy last year. Like the noogies, I ran the noogie all you, the time. I barely saw you run one this year. I hardly ever ran the noogie. So I got you turned over to the yep. waxies. And I was trying different waxy profiles. I was trying different angles of jigs. Yeah. Um, I still didn't really fish any lead stuff. <laughs> You're the lead guy. You're all tungsten. I was all tungsten. Um, but yeah. Definitely, I tried different bait profiles. I don't know if it really worked. I learned a lot about what fish like, like the to reaction. See. Yep, uh, but I also learned that I need to have a camera. Like you I'm, just, I'm the kind of guy. I do that, recall you saying that several times. You're like, man, there, this and I was like, man, you know, when the camera. when the recon broke, I'm like, yeah, it's all right. You know, it's I didn't use it that much. I didn't feel like I used it that much. No big deal. Get by without it. Um, and then the more we fished and the different places I fished, I was like, man. What's I just going had on? a camera here, you know, because then you can you can tell so much about fish behavior with that. Panoptics help see that, but it's still you still can't tell if the what fish, is it? Yeah, what is it? And is the fish you know gonna come up and just look at it kind of funny because something's off? Yep. And you know, swim away, or are they really interested that you just got to change colors? Or there's there's a lot of stuff there. So yeah, well, I'll get a camera for next year. But You'll be ready to rock and roll with that. Yep. 
the camera thing, I didn't think was going to affect much. I didn't think it would either. But, but there were definitely times. I Maybe it was just because we didn't have one this year. Yep. But there was definitely times where I was like, it'd be nice to have a camera right now. Yep. <laughs> Man. It would be and nice. previous to that, I'd be like, ben, we don't need that camera. Yeah. Before. What do you even bring that yeah, thing for? Yep. Yep. No. We can't hardly see anything on it anyway. Whatever. You can't see junk. And then once you get the pan optics and you can scope out, yep. find something, yep. run the camera down and really fine tune it. Yep. Yep. So that's was awesome. That's what I learned. I also learned uh, I've every year has been a little bit, you know, of a change in how I see things. And I guess this year, this past year, like having GPS and points and mapping is really key. Yeah. Bringing you on now. Yep. yep. Like I've, yeah, and and you're just the map guy, so I, I'm just like, eh, yeah, wherever Brett you want, yeah, knows. wherever you want to be at, that's fine. Yeah, Brett but knows. when I'm by myself, I'm like, yeah, oh, shit, where am I, where am where am I, I going to find this? Yeah, you know, like, I'm supposed to go. I know there's this brush pile over here, and then you get out to trying to find the spot on the spot. Yep. Oh my gosh, you just got in a chain all your inner me. I got like, what would Brett? I have terrible form of sense of direction. Everything like I couldn't tell you <laughs> anything. I can get lost places, no problem. And you you know when I'm oh, driving yeah. around, Jesus, yeah. like Ben, turn here, Ben, here, remember, Left, right now, right here, yeah, we we're just here like two hours ago. Yeah. What? Well, what I really get, <laughs> I really notice your your sense your sense of direction. You start getting a little lost when we're on the boat, open water. Oh, bad, yeah. And we start going yep. places, and Ben's like, "Oh, where are we going? What are we doing? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we were just here. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And the only reason I know that because I'm freaking looking at your hummingbird. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yep, nope. It shows we were right over here yep. before. Yep, yep, <laughs> it's exactly. It's following the trail. Yep. So what about you? What did you, what'd you learn or what, what are some takeaways? Uh, I'd say my biggest eye-opening thing uh, was running with that panoptics is ice noise. Yep. And I talked about it all year. Uh, yep. That's a big deal, man. And I, I've thought about it actually quite a bit. Um, you know how last season we'd preach – uh, you know, drill a bunch of holes, yep. look for fish, find fish, do that whole deal. Is that, now that I know what I know with, uh, yep. you know, running some of that stuff and how much you can spook fish, I don't know that that's the answer anymore. I don't know that that yeah. should be what you do. If you don't have, so if you don't have like the paint optics or life scope, if you're not going to make that investment um, and you're still running a flasher, what, what I've, I've thought about this quite extensively is what would be the best mm-hmm. tactic for you then? to go out and try to get these fish without spooking them. Now that I know that, now that you know, I know, we know how much you're able to, how much you spook yep. those fish going to look. Um, and I don't know. I have a good answer. For and that I think, yet. I think some of that is different, different lakes, different bites have different degrees of how the fish spook. Yeah. Where some bites, it's not, they're going to come right up no matter what. Yep. They're going to be they're on the, on the chew. And other, other times they're going to be really, really spooky and it doesn't matter. You can make one noise and they're gone. Yeah, well, I think about that catfish bite we had here mm-hmm. in town. Uh, we took some pictures mm-hmm. and did that whole deal. Uh, you know, I so I when I first found them, so I was going and I was I was scanning with the pan optics and I, I found the little mound of them and I, I didn't know it was a mound. I thought maybe it was some structure or something mm-hmm. at first, honestly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, went over there, counted out, drilled it, went back to the pan optic, and it was gone. That's when I knew this was fish. Yep. But just me walking over there, to drill it, that scattered that whole yep. pod. Uh, then I scanned and I scanned around. I didn't see him again. Yep. The, the other thing would be, is just taking more time per hole. Yep. Sit get, there and wait set up and wait. Yep. And that's really hard to do. Well, my contemplation is, is a drill pattern as you drill holes. Okay. Instead of 
you know, going right over there to go drill that hole right where those fish are at. Maybe go drill some holes off to the side where you think they might go. And then and then go and then see where they move. (laughs) See if they move again. True. And if they don't move, then go drill. Then go drill that hole and spook them. And then maybe they'll be under one of the holes that you just drilled. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just still spitballing ideas. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is for that yet. But yeah, uh, that's it. That's very very interesting. Because otherwise, I'll be thinking. I'll be chewing on that all year. I'll probably have another answer here. Picture it with a flasher, traditional flasher. um, You know, say you hit the mother load spot just Mm -hmm. randomly. You you with with just flasher. You drill a hole, you put your flasher down, and there were a huge school of fish there, but just you walking around, drilling the hole, all that stuff, you drip, put your flasher down, boom, Nothing. there's no fish. But you there. didn't know that. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, okay. Keep looking. Here. Keep going around. Yep. And then just by chance, you drill enough, get around, Yep. you know, fish are not spooked enough at some point. Yep. And you get on them. So. I've also contemplated a little bit on, you know, drilling the fringes of where you're fishing. So if you're running a flasher, uh, so say you want to, I don't know, you're, you you want to fish, I don't know, a point or something like that. Start drilling holes kind of on the edge of that point yep. where you, you know, you're not drilling right in the hot spot where you want to be. You kind of start drilling out on the edge and then you work your way in. Yep. Or work your way out. I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm thinking about it too much. I'm going crazy. I'll be chewing on that all summer. I was going to say, that's what you lay in bed at night. I'll be chewing about. on that this summer, and we'll yep. have a different answer for yep. come next year, probably. But, but yeah, we definitely learned a lot. We definitely uh, fished a lot. Ice noise was a big thing, man. Yep. Got to use our gear a lot. Really, uh, We really practiced what we preached. I was pretty proud of that. We yeah. Were, we're using the tactics that we talked about on the show and telling you guys Put about. fish on the ice. Yep. Especially when we took uh, TK out. I really enjoyed that when it was like, you know, here's the answer: is you just keep looking until you find them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a situation where we were basically regular flasher fishing because my, yep, I forgot my pole, and so I was just my panoptics. I was just down viewing yep. 14 foot of water. So I mean, you can still see eight or nine feet on the side of you, but uh, still not great. Yep. Um, yeah, that worked out well. But yeah, you just keep looking until you find them. Yep. Yep. So definitely a good season. Put her in the books. We got lots of well, sweet pictures from our camera now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back through and refill. Speaking of books, I need to go back through and refill out my yep. uh, my journal. I didn't do. I was terrible on it this year. Dang it! I didn't hardly fill it out at all. Yep. Um, something interesting I heard was marking weight when you mark waypoints on your unit is using that to punch, punch notes into. Yeah, I write those down. Yep. Oh, yep. oh, write them on the waypoint. Actually, thing. Yeah, I actually have notes in there. Yeah, you could. It's kind of a pain in the ass. To yeah. uh, write notes in on your uh, waypoints. What I do with my Garmin unit, though, is it's real easy just to put different icons. It's a lot easier yep. than it is on the Hummingbird. So I'll put different icons, like if okay. I'm seeing brush piles, if I'm seeing fish. Now, on this. the Active Captain app, can you search for waypoints or search yep. for – actually, that's that's what it was. It was using the, using the app and then figuring out, okay, here's the date range when these waypoints were made. Mm-hmm. And, okay, these are going to be my key spots, you know, for this certain – Deep you were listening range. to Beerfish Fanatics the other day, weren't you? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> With that catfish dude, yep. he said that. Yep. Yeah, he that was that. interesting. Yeah. I was like, oh. That's the yeah, same concept as my journal is, you know, yep. this is the time of year I'm fishing. Where was I fishing? What was I looking? Yep. You know, what was the weather? Where I was but I guess tying it into actual GPS locations yep. was kind of yeah. cool. I write down the GPS point. If it's a specific point, oh, okay. uh, what I want to reference, I'll write down that GPS point that I was fishing yeah. in my journal. Makes sense. That cool. way when my grandkids look at that shape file 
on my computer, then they can be like, You'll be hey. handing it down on a little yep. gold pillow. Yep, it's gonna be on this. On it's it. gonna be this leather bound book because it is leather bound. Because I'm just like, this gonna be legit. Oh, yep. There you go. I'm like, yep, boy, come on over here. You're gonna have your first <laughs> beer and whiskey, and I'll pass you my fishing book. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll just scoff at it and be like, crazy old grandpa. <laughs> I ain't going out there. Oh shoot. Well, cool. So uh, next week we got a pretty special episode. Yep. Planned for you guys. We have yet to record it, so we'll see yeah, how it see turns how it out. out. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get a little ambitious on you and yep. do something a little bit different. So we'll keep Gotta that eat. Under, under wraps a little bit. Well, I mean, we've talked about it a lot of previous episodes, but yeah. <laughs> I like to have a little mystery to it. <laughs> so got to have people listening. Jeez. Otherwise, we're not going to have anybody listening. By the end of the season, no, you're right. are just going to go. Yeah. Although yeah. <laughs> I did notice that, uh, what was our second episode ever? It is still the highest downloaded episode really? that we have uh unique flasher tactics oh, is yeah. still the highest download count of all of our episodes that's pretty yeah that makes that's sense. that's pretty sweet that was pretty informative yep yep well good uh so yeah we'll we'll uh have one more episode for you guys yep we're not we're not wrapping it up turning it in just yet but we're getting close so yeah if you guys don't know we we record through the ice fishing season and we're not really recording through. We the, hang up through the books the summer, or the long rod. Yeah, I feel might, like I just you don't might know. Hear from us. I just don't know. Have as much insight. Uh, yeah, open water season as I do ice fishing. And things get busy too. Yeah, like I said, work summer's on the house busy. Stuff. Um, activities. The burnout's stuff. real. Yep. You know, you kind of want to. Yep. Take a break, and that way you're excited and you keep you're pumped up when you put yep. these things out. Yep. Exactly. But yeah, we'll have one more episode for you guys. So looking forward to that next week. Yeah. Awesome. Be a good one. All right. Well, thanks for watching and listening to The Short Rod Show.